from my home office in East Lansing, Michigan. I'm Steve Finnamore. This is Play the Right Way podcast. Today is Thursday, December 7th, and this is episode 26. Let's talk some basketball. How about those Michigan Wolverines? Last night I watched them beat up on the Minnesota Gophers 82 to 57. Jawan Howard, head coach of the Wolverines in his second season, is now 10-0 in Ann Arbor. Freshman Hunter Dickinson kept up his fabulous play. He was unbelievable last night. 28 points on 12 of 15 shooting. How about this? Dickinson, who took over for Austin Davis when he got injured, is 73 for 100 from the field. 73 makes on 100 attempts. That's incredible. Now granted, most of his baskets are inside, but that's okay. That's what you want. They built it last night as a game of two big men, Dickinson against Liam Robbins for Minnesota. Robbins came in, he's playing really well, but he struggled last night. Robbins got off to a good start. He scored five points in the first five minutes for Minnesota. He actually had the Gophers first, first five points, but that was it. He didn't score another point the rest of the game. He wound up shooting two for eight from the field. Minnesota was seven for 27 from downtown. The spread was seven and a half in Vegas, and I thought it was a big line. I even mentioned it yesterday. But sure enough, Michigan's defense, wow, unbelievable. They were right up in Minnesota. They were pressuring. They were helping. They were defending the ball screen very well. They played really, really hard. To me, Michigan is the third best team in the country right now, in my eyes. It's Gonzaga 1, Baylor 2, and Michigan number 3. I'm sorry, that's how I see it. They're getting great contributions from not only Dickinson, but Mike Smith, the transfer from Columbia, a point guard. He's been the floor general for, for Juwan Howard's team. Eli Brooks has been a tremendous player. He plays both ends of the floor. He's a really good defender. He's a disruptor. He can score by getting in the lane and knocking down shots. And last night he was going for a loose ball and he smashed into a Minnesota Gopher player and he lost a tooth on the play. I couldn't imagine what that feels like. I remember when I was 12 years old, I got thrown down to the ground by by my friend Frankie Cullen. We were battling and Frankie just threw me down to the ground on the sidewalk and I chipped my front tooth. But I I couldn't believe losing a tooth. Unbelievable. Uh, Also, Isaiah Livers has done a tremendous, tremendous job for Michigan. He had a great quote last night in the press conference. He said, we hold each other accountable. We play team basketball. We're happy for guys. We connected as a team during COVID-19. And Livers finished with, we're a brotherhood. Just tremendous, tremendous comments about his team. And Jawan Howard, he's another guy. I I listened to his press conference last night. His quotes were amazing. He actually talked about his video coordinator, and he talked about a strength and conditioning coach, John Sanderson. You rarely, rarely hear head coaches in a post-game press conference give their support staff, like a video coordinator, a strength and conditioning coach, a director of basketball operations. You rarely hear a head coach give those guys credit. So it was really, really refreshing to hear that last night. It was funny because Michigan played so well last night. New six sports director here in Lansing, Audrey Dahlgren, 
she tweeted something out last night. She said, seriously, who needs Netflix when you have Big Ten basketball? And she's right. The Big Ten has been really, really good this year. I know everyone around the country is just, you know, tuning in, watching some of their teams. Tonight, there's a big game on in the Big Ten, Indiana and Wisconsin. And actually, Iowa-Maryland should be a really good one, too. So I'm looking forward to those two games. The Big Ten has been great. I, I really enjoy settling every night and checking out all the games. And, you know, here, here's a little tidbit about Michigan. Last year, they were one of two teams to give Gonzaga a loss. BYU and Michigan were the only teams last year to beat Gonzaga. And, and Gonzaga was on their way to winning the national championship. I don't care what anyone says. Yeah, they're the best team this year, and they've added Jalen Suggs, but they were really tough last year, and Michigan actually beat them. And by the way, speaking of tonight, Gonzaga takes on BYU. They're 17 points favorite. I really don't know what BYU has this year, but when those two teams meet, it's, it's, pretty, it's a pretty good battle. Penn State got some COVID-19 issues going on. They canceled their next two games, and one of those games was against Michigan. So Jim Ferry's club is going to be off for a few days. And, and hopefully, they, hopefully they get back to normal. Uh, last night, I saw a great quote from Gino Oriema. It was about body language, and I actually had it in my uh, in my notes. I was just going through some things, and Oriema said, "So on our team, we, me, my coaching staff, put a huge premium on body language. And if your body language is bad, you will never get in the game ever. I don't care how good you are." End quote. And Gino Oriem is right. Oftentimes, you see a lot of bad body language amongst basketball players during the game, on the sidelines, and it's part of playing the right way. You always got to keep your body language 24-7. The minute you start displaying poor poor body language, coaching staff's not going to agree with it. You're going to look really, really bad from afar. I've seen it on film. I've seen it in person. And it's just not a good look. Also, another point of emphasis when it comes to playing the right way. Last night, Stephen Bardo, an analyst for the Big Ten Network, he had an outstanding piece of analysis. He talked about eye contact in the huddle. And we saw a little clip of the Michigan players in Wolverines huddle all staring at Juwan Howard when he was talking to them. I always thought that was important. You look someone in the eye when you're talking to them. And what Bardo said was, My high school coach made us look him in the eyes when he was talking. And Bardo finished with, it's such a critical piece for a winning program. And he's right. It really is a a winning piece. You got to look people in the eye when you talk to them. You got to give them a firm handshake. I don't know about the handshakes nowadays. I know Dr. Fauci talked about possibly never shaking hands again. Also, I want to touch on Isaiah Livers one more time. Did you know that him and Derek Jeter... Both attended the same high school in Kalamazoo, Michigan. That's right. They both went to Kalamazoo Central. Isaiah Livers comes from a good family, and Derek Jeter comes from a great family. Which reminds me, I listened to Urban Meyer this morning talk about Justin Fields, the quarterback for Ohio State. And the one thing Urban Meyer mentioned was that Justin Fields comes from a great family. So it's so important coming from a great family. Hopefully the parents are raising the children the right way, and and you you know, you send out productive kids in society. Uh, one of the last things I'm going to leave you with is another quote from Dino Gordio. Dino is now an assistant coach at Louisville. He's been around the college game for a long time. He did some analysis for ESPN. 
and a couple of years ago when he was on on uh, the network, he was talking about good teams. And Gaudio said, the team that plays the hardest and the toughest and with the most energy and emotion usually wins. And, and Dino was correct. I mean, as a coach, you know how important it is to play with all those characteristics. Tonight's schedule, pretty busy. There's a whole bunch of NBA games on, five or six games, I believe. It's funny because the Long Island, uh, let's see, they used to be called the Blackbirds. I think they're called the Sharks now, the LIU Sharks in Brooklyn, New York. Tonight, they're only they're playing their third game of the season. They're one and one so far. They'll take on San Fran, St. Francis of PA, and uh, they haven't played since December 17th. So, you know, you see teams play 10, 11, 12, 13 games so far. LIU's coming into only their third game tonight. This afternoon at 4 o'clock, I'm looking forward to seeing the St. Francis College Terriers of Brooklyn take on Mount St. Mary's. Oregon will play Colorado at 5 o'clock. That St. Francis game is at 4 o'clock. And in the Big Ten, I mentioned Iowa and Maryland at 7. Indiana and Wisconsin, I think that's also at 7. That's kind of weird seeing two Big Ten games at the same time. Also, I mentioned Gonzaga and BYU. That's at 8.30. I'm looking forward to that game. Let's see what BYU's got. They're 9-2, so Gonzaga comes in 10-0, ranked number one in the country. Illinois Northwestern, another Big Ten matchup, 9 o'clock. And then late night from the West Coast, UCLA against Bobby Hurley's Sun Devils of Arizona State. Hey, yesterday I heard a great interview with Bruce Springsteen, and he talked about music, was how he medicated his anxieties. And I always say that music's a great... uh, you know, antidote to to any kind of, you know, affliction, you know, some problems like anxiety or depression. So try to listen to some music. I know I often do throughout the day and it really, really calms me down and it uh, I think it'll do wonders for you also. That's about all for now. I truly appreciate you taking these 10 minutes and listening in. Uh, we're trying to hit one every day. This is episode 26. I really enjoy doing these uh little short basketball podcast we'll try to keep better each day because that's all we can ask for continuous improvement just keep getting better hope all is well everyone have a great and safe and healthy day and remember always play the right way take care